there, fine people of the world. How's it going? Jesus, it's me. Me, me, me. It's all about me, huh? Dory, fuck yourselves. It's all about me. Random podcast. What are we at? 126. Oh, that's someone's favorite number. Imagine that was your favorite number. All right, guys, what's everyone's favorite number? Four, seven, three, 126. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. 126. Why is that your favorite number, Tommy? Hey, Tommy, Tommy, why is that your favorite number? I haven't seen my dad in 126 days. <laughs> He's in prison. It's my favorite number. I hate the fucker. I hate him. He's in there for tax fraud. He's not even a good criminal. Great start to the podcast. What are we at? 24th of May, 2019. Oh, Betsy. If you've listened to the last podcast between that point and this point, you're closer to death. Imagine that. Nice, huh? You didn't even realize. You probably wandered through your life, tippy-toed through your day, and was like, yeah, man, I'm going to live forever. I'm going to live forever. I'm going to listen to Marquez's random podcast and live forever and nothing will ever. And then you're almost dead and you're like, oh, no, oh, no. Oh no, I wasted all that time. I was napping, I took so many naps. Oh no, I, I hung up with people I didn't even really like. Oh no, and now mama's dead. Sugar. Sugar. Actually, you probably say shit at that point because you're almost dead and you don't care. It's over, baby. It's over, big boy. It's over, little girl. Big girl, little boy, whatever you are. It's almost over. Just think about that. From podcast to podcast. Do one good thing between podcasts. Whether that's divorce your husband. Marry your girlfriend. Have a kid. Have sex. Read a book. I bet you no one read a book from one podcast to the other. I give you time. I say, I'm going to give him a little gap now. Here's a week's gap. Read a book, and not one of you fuckers have read a book. If you have, hit me up. You have to have started it and finished it by the time the podcast is on. Tween, tween the podcasts. Otherwise, you know, next podcast, you'll be like, I'm going to say it again. Death, it's coming. (laughs) Oh, baby, it's coming round the corner when she comes. It's coming, and you don't even know. You don't even think about it. You're unaware. Your brain forgets about it. And then it remembers in sad times. And you're like, oh, Jesus, what am I doing? Let's have a little crisis. I was at the airport on when was it? Monday. I was up in San Francisco um, doing shows at Cobbs with the mighty Michael Rappaport. He's a sound fucker. Really sound. I'm a fan. He's legit. Our fucking sound man. Entertaining the crowds. Two great sold out shows. For the two creeps, the two pricks, myself and Michael, myself and Hall, as we call him in Ireland. Hall, Hall, the Rappaport. Is it Rappaport or Rappaport? I can get away with saying people's names wrong because people's names wrong. Yeah, that's right. That's good English. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, me. Good work, me. Anytime, me, you got me under your skin. That's a good song to sing to yourself in the mirror. Oh, baby, you got me under your skin. 
Oh, just the two of us. We can have a little cry, just the two of us. You're going to die. Woo, just the two of us. Singer, make it if we cry, just the two of us. Yeah, we're going to die. I bought a book the other day called The Denial of Death. I haven't read it, but now obviously debt is on the mind. Where was I? I was in the airport. I was in San Francisco doing mighty shows. Big fan of San Fran. Although I flew up on Friday, no, Saturday after getting hammered on Friday. Truly ghosts. I woke up and I was like, oh no, I have to pack. I have to pack. Then I saw, man, Uber are such a bunch of pricks. I took an Uber on um, Friday night. Probably a six minute Uber. Normally costs maximum $10. $10. Maximum. La maximum. Um, and I woke up and I they charged me 50 and it's just like come on they're the worst people ever to get in touch with that's why I prefer Lyft they're like Uber if you're listening and I know you are listening Uber you're all glued to the transition trans the trend, the radio whatever it's called the old fashioned word and you're like what's he said about us this week what has the influential American said about us this week here's what I say Uber go fuck yourselves go fuck yourselves just the two of you Go fuck yourselves. Because not only that, but on... So they had 50, and I was like trying to get through to people, and people were like, oh, are you sure? You sure that wasn't yours? And I was like, no, you fucks. And then, la- no, two nights ago, someone, I don't know how, it doesn't even say how, it just says, Uber, you have an Uber charge for $300. And it's like, oh, that's nice. Oh, that's nice. You're just charging. Hey, hey, Uber, go on, just charge. Just be my be my wife who steals from my bank account. Nothing I can do about it, Uber. You're the worst people in the world. Um. So anyway, geez, I've started and not finished thirteen stories. I feel like so far. Can I wrap it all together? Will my mind be able to knit it all together like a nice little sweater that your granny's making you for Christmas, and it's going to be itchy as fuck. But you're going to say, thanks, Granny. You knitted it so well with your little woolly knitting needles. <coughs> your little ball of yarn. Your little ball of wool. I'm sure my nanny used to knit all the time back in Ireland. She'd be like, I'm making you a jumper, Mark. And I realize now, I never got a jumper, Nana. Was she just lying to me? Was she lying to my face, people? Was my nana lying to me? Dun dun. Next time on CVS Miami. CVS, it's the supermarket version of CSI. CVS Miami. Was Mark's Nana lying to him the whole time about knitting him a sweater? Or as we call him in Ireland, a jumper. Jumper. The famous Irish song is Dancing in the Disco, Bumper to Bumper. Wait a minute. Where's me jumper? Where's me jumper? Where's me jumper? And in America, that's just kind of an all, it's like overalls that women wear. Would that be right? Is that how you describe a jumper here? It's like a one-piece one suit. 
One piece suit for the boys in blue. I'll have a jumper, please. Dancing in the disco, bumper to bumper. Wait a minute, where's me jumper? Where's me jumper? Where's me jumper? That was a one, one hit wonder for a band called Sultans of Ping. If you're listening, no doubt the Sultans of Ping are sitting next to the transitioner, transmitter, Transylvania radio back in Cork. And they're like, lads, what's he said about us this week? Is he giving us the thumbs up or the thumbs down? What has the Roman Empire, Mark? Trickadoo has said about us so far. Uber's gotten the thumbs down. Cobb's got the thumbs up. Something's a ping. The thumbs up. People in America not um, not being able to understand um, what I'm on about when I said jumper. Thumbs down. Thumbs, a lot of thumbs, thumbs flying around, people. A lot of thumbs. Be careful, thumb the eye, thumb the asshole. Who knows? But there's going to be thumbs everywhere for one and all if you're not careful. So, Tommy Mac, Tommy Mac is what they say. Hey, Tommy Mac. Something's being thumbs up. Can I bring it back? Can my brain, while I was answering the text on the podcast, and I lost my train of thought. <coughs> So if I do dig, dig this out of the hole, oh, it's going to be impressive. It's going to be impressive digging it out of the hole. I remember there was a book when we were growing up in Ireland that they taught us called Anne and Barry. And it was at the time you were like, oh, that's very, that's very, um, that's a child children's tale. That's a very innocent tale. And then I read it when I was older and I was like, oh, maybe not so innocent. And then Barry go to the to the beach. Barry digs a hole for Anne. Anne has her own hole. Anne places water from the bucket in her hole. Anne's hole is now wet. And you're just like, <laughs> what the fuck? Barry lies over Anne's hole. Barry is keeping Anne's wet hole warm. <laughs> Pretty sure that was the, the gist of it. It was like that too. And you're like, oh, a couple of deviants have been making writing children's books. Happy days for the boys and deviants. Anne's hole doesn't like Barry. <laughs> Anne's hole wishes Barry was better at covering holes. And looks at Barry and says, Get out of my hole, Barry. Barry says, Sorry, Anne. I'm usually better at this. Anne says, Sure, Barry. That's what you tell all the girls. Barry cries. He goes to his own hole. Barry rubs his hole with his hand. Barry is happy. Barry likes when his hole is played with. And you're just like, are these fucking kids on the beach? Or where the fuck are they? What's happening here? Are they on the beach? What's going on with Barry's hole? And Anne's hole, Barry's hole, they're both, they both have wet holes. What's going down here now, people? So while I was doing that hole 
story, the whole whole story. It's not the whole whole story, I missed part of it, but you got the gist. You got most of the whole, you got almost all the whole of the whole story. I fully don't know where my brain rambled. Now let's see if it can find us back. Does it have good navigation? Does it have a sense of direction? Or is it like me? And can never find the apple remote or the girl clitoris. Yeah. Don't know what I was on about. Oh, so about the airport. Boom, it just came back to me. No, actually, I was packing. I woke up on the Friday before going to San Francisco. Very drunk. Going, why is Uber charging me $50 for less than a mile? Thanks, Uber. Thanks for that. Money well spent. Money well spent. And you followed up with a mysterious $300 charge. So that was well worth the one, less than one mile. Um, and then I packed. And it was so hot. In LA, I was like, ah, oh, here's a couple of t-shirts. I didn't realize there was already a hoodie in my bag, but I get to San Fran and it's bucketing, pissing rain, and it's cold. And I go for my jacket in my bag, and I'm like, oh, dear, oh, Lord, no jacket. No jacket. I forgot to pack a jacket, guys. In my haste, hasty haze, they call me. In my haste. Waste not your days for hasty haze is here. I forgot to pack a jacket. And I got in too late to buy a jacket. So I was jacketless in the rain. I also have jacket troubles in San Fran. It's very weird. I've ripped the same jacket on three different occasions up there on the plane. Just randomly. One time I put it in the overhead in the plane and it ripped my favorite leather jacket. So that was nice. Christmas Eve and I was walking to the tailor to see if it was open to try and fix it. And the dog jumped up at me like, that's a scary dog noise. If you know what scary dog noises are. And he was so big, he kind of jumped on my shoulders, and uh, he pushed me against a palm tree, which I did not think would be in San Francisco. And they have very rough barks, and he, uh, the dog pushed me against a tree, and the hole that was already in my jacket became... 17 times bigger. It basically ripped the whole sleeve off. And now I was there for Christmas with a holy sleeveless jacket. And it was cold. So, you know, a lot of jacket issues. But, you know, I, I got a hoodie and I made my... Here's what I'm trying to say, people. Life is tough, huh? It's very tough. And you just make the most of it. Or else you get drunk and you say, Asher, whiskey. That'll heat me up. Whiskey will warm me up, huh? Thanks, whiskey. Thanks, vodka. Thanks, booze. You've never let me down. Well, you have. You have let me down a lot of times. But yeah, let's pretend it's a love-hate relationship. I would never leave you, booze. I would never do it to you. But the shows are mighty. Oh, this is what I was on about. Wow, what a fucking ramble. I almost started with a point. And now, 15 plus minutes in, here we are at the point. So I was coming back from San Fran, and I like to get my tones changed sometimes. Sometimes I'd be like, hey, where's not those hairs? Here's not those wastes. List the paste on the mist, and here's nest. Namaste. And then other times I'm like, oh yeah, here we go. This is normal voice. So I was at the airport. 
sitting down, got there early, always a shock for me. Get there early. Um, get there early, and all oh, the flight is delayed, so that's nice. And I'm just sitting around. And it's a nice airport to have a little yoga situation. I was always like, oh, yoga in the airport be cool. And then I get there, and I'm like, I'm not doing yoga. But it's nice, nice to be there, you know. They got some healthy eating options. So I got some food, a coffee, I'm sitting down. And I'm just fiddling away, reading a book, reading Tolstoy. You know me, guys, I love to read Tolstoy. I'm a very educated man, very uh, smarter than a lot of you listeners out there. You're probably like, who, what is Tolstoy? Is that Toy Story 2? Or what? I actually heard a girl say that before. I was like, um, she was like, what book are you reading? People love to me about reading books, and I'm like, Tolstoy. And she's like, Toy Story? That was a book? And I said, yes, indeed, I'm reading Toy Story 1. It's a classic, classic book. Love and war and peace and Toy Stories. And she was like, wow, I must check it out. Um, the Leo Tolstoy. I can't believe I forgot that story. Leo Toy Story. That's my Leo Toy Story. It's my Leo Toy Story. So I'm trying to read, but I'm also on my phone. Next minute, there's a big clatter, and this kind of fat dude is on the floor. I don't know if he was... I couldn't figure out, because I was kind of listening to music too. But I think he was either choking on chicken. Did he have a heart attack? I couldn't tell. But he passed out. And his wife, his sister, someone was just screaming, No! No, Danny! Danny, no! And then everyone's like, huh? And then you could see he's just, his chair was fully on the ground, and he was just fully sitting on the chair, but lying down, feet in the air. It's like, Jesus. And then people are screaming, He's not breathing! He stopped breathing! And then they were pumping his heart and people were rushing over. All the good people rushing over to help. How can we save Danny? Oh, Danny boy, don't die today, Danny. My flight's already delayed. So I would prefer it not to be delayed further. Because I'm a selfish asshole. So... Uh, he's there and people are rushing and someone starts giving him the press in the chest whoop whoop puffing into his mouth whoop whoop paramedics are running over the police are running over whoop whoop he's just there they're like he's dead he's gone no and then that's when I got oh and so people then thought he was dead which is when I got this cold sweat death flew through my body I was like oh Christ we're all going to die we're all going to die Jesus it felt like I could feel all the bones in my body that's the only way I can describe it really like I could feel my insides I could feel every bone and I was like oh I'm just the corpse we're all skeletons inside like you know where you can feel the bones but you don't feel the bones I could feel like the inside of my bones that's what it felt like anyway this shudder went through me a shudder went through me it was like death was here and then miraculously they brought him back to life it was nuts they were crying then they brought him back to life and he just we saw him move a foot 
He raised an arm. People started clapping. I took a photo. That's what I realized I do in um, in emergency situations. If you ever need someone to document, I didn't take a photo of his face or anything, but I was like, whoa, this guy almost died, but he's back. That's what I'm good at in an emergency. I'll take a photo. Click, click. This one's for the gram, baby. Clickety, click, click. Clickety, mac, mac. Pew, pew. Clickety-doo. Pew, pew. And he lived. That's why it's. it was a good story. He lived. He's okay. Everyone everyone, calm down. He's okay. He's a-okay. Uh, and then I suppose that's why I'm talking about death so much. Because it's on me mind. If you see someone almost die, you're like, oh, Christ. Christ on a stick. Christ on a stick. But he didn't. He didn't die. He lived to fight another day. He lived to go frolic with his friends forever. I suppose the fact that he lived made me be like, yes, we're actually all invincible. Maybe that cold shot of reality wasn't the truth let's go back to being oblivious we're all not gonna die we're all alive we're all not like game of thrones i was so dumb when i flew back down then i was like getting an uber home and a plane flew overhead and the shadow was like weird it kind of rippled on some buildings and my first thought because i was watching game of thrones the night before was oh my god it's a dragon and then I was like, oh my god, I'm a fucking idiot. So that's nice. It's nice to think a dumb thought, but my brain catches up seconds later and says, you're a real fucking idiot. You know that? And I was like, I just thought it was a dragon because I'm an idiot and thought I saw someone can die. And sure, it wasn't a Game of Thrones death, but you know, still, death is death. My brain says, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Fuck up! Why didn't you take a photo of the dragon, you idiot? It's about my bread. Bread. My brain said. He said, "Go on, take a photo. Take a photo, you idiot." And I was like, "Cool. Maybe I should have. Instead, I, I won't take a photo, and I'll be oblivious, and I can go frolic with my friends. Let's all go back to being oblivious, guys. I think it's easier. It's better. Who needs to be aware? Those people are like, "Would you prefer to be smart and aware, or dumb and oblivious?" And I'd be like, oh, I'd love to be dumb and oblivious. But also, no, I really wouldn't. Although, would I? It's one of those questions. It's like a question if, like, do crazy people move to L.A.? Or does living in L.A. make them go crazy? Which came first, the crazy or the L.A.? Like, earlier, I invited this girl to a show I have later. I like to say no. I'll just rattle off texts, be like, come to the show, come on to the show, just so the shows are busy, especially if they're my shows, I'm like, come along, it'll be fun, come creep along, creep on, come along. Sometimes people get upset, I don't even know who I'm fucking sending to half the time, especially on Instagram, if someone's already hit me up for tickets, I'll be like, yeah, if you want to come again, hit me up. This one girl recently, fucking nut job. There's always nutters, this girl's a nutter, and she was just like, her friend had hit me up one time. All these people have private profiles too, so I never know who I'm talking to. But um, she hits me up. She was like, hey, I'm coming. It's my birthday. I was like, yeah, sure, come. I'll give you some free tickets. 
so then I hit her up again and be like, yeah, if you want to come again, let me know. And then maybe I must have done it again. I don't talk to these people. I just say, if you want to come, let me know. I'll give you free tickets. They'd be like, yeah, and they send 900 questions. I'm like, cool, see you then, bye. Because it's just too much rambling, too much talking, a lot of texting. It's a lot, you know, it's a lot. Multiply that by 100 people a day. It's a lot. It's a lot, it's a lot, it's a lot. So don't think I'm a prick. It's just that it's, it's a lot. And a lot of you also aren't engaging. Um, a lot of you also have weird personalities. Um, a lot of you also have private profiles and say stuff like, Hey, you want to have sex? <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Are you a man, a horse, a dog, a woman? Whom, whom am I talking to? What makes you think that I want to have sex just like that? You crazy, crazy woman. So then this, her friend, who I didn't realize was her friend, sends me like paragraphs. I love when people send me paragraphs complaining. They're like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, you're inviting my friend. You don't invite me. Oh, fuck you. I was going to fuck you first. And then if I said she was going to fuck you, I was going to give her the all clear, the green light. Fuck you. You're a real fucking piece of shit. You know that? You don't treat friends like this. You don't treat, you disrespect me. And I'm just like, who the fuck are you? What the fuck you on about? Oh, I, I was gonna fuck you, and then sh- if if I if you want if she wanted to fuck you, I was gonna give her the green light, not you. And then she'd write another big long paragraph, and it's like, oh Christ, okay, you're mental. I should start blocking these people, even if they are fans and shit. I don't want these fucking nutjobs. Like it's cool to be into it but when you're fucking crazy and you're just like what the fuck what scenario is going on in your head here were you crazy all along or did you move to LA and become crazy it's hard to know but so anyway I just remember my story thanks guys you, you got me back you were like whispering in my ear being like come on come on make the fucking point for a change make the point spit it out you can do it so I invited a girl earlier. I was like, oh, if you're around, come to the show. I'll hook you up. And she replied back. She sent a naked picture of her next to her, next to a guy saying, I'm with my husband, new husband now. And that was it. <laughs> that was the response to me sending a flyer saying, come to a comedy show. She sent me back a naked picture next to her new husband saying, I'm with my new husband now. And I'm like, she doesn't work in porn or anything. She was, She's a realtor. She does real estate. And I still can't <laughs> figure out what warranted that response. Why would you send that? Why, why, oh, why would you send that to me? Her body is very hot, so I was like, okay. Okay, there we go. There we go now. Okay. But also it's like, and your husband's just there? Does he even know you're taking the photo? Why are you sending this to me in response? We didn't have a falling out or anything. There was no bad blood. Nothing like that. That's just your reaction to an invite to a show. I'm with my husband, new husband now. And I was talking to her about two weeks ago. Oh, she was very single. Oh, she was not married. Oh, she was trying to come to a show. 
so in the space of two weeks she got married and then she wants me to see her naked body next to her new husband and that's how LA seems to work you know it's a very logical place uh, it's very logical I feel bad sometimes girls would be like they think that I'm going to be their sugar daddy which is sad because uh They don't seem to know how frugal Irish people are. They don't seem to know how cheap we are, really. Frugal, we come from a frugal island. Frugal island, like Fraggle Rock, but frugal island. Um, and we don't really, it's not in our nature to be giving out money to people we don't know for no reason. Hey, pay for my dinner. <laughs> hey, can you give me money? I need. I want to go out with my friends. And I'm like, I've met you twice. Who do you think I am? What misconception do you have of me? I feel bad. You should have chosen someone else to be your sugar paddy. The sugar paddy. You chose a sugar paddy who is a sour paddy. And he won't be your sugar daddy. So that's sad, you know. That's upsetting for you and for me. I feel like I let you down. But I won't be guilt-tripped into giving you money. In fact, I won't like you anymore. I'll be turned off. Even though he'll be like, oh, it's a joke. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A very, very funny joke. I thought I heard, like, one time I heard my neighbors breaking up. And the dudes, they were just fighting and breaking up. And the dude was adamant. He kept repeating, I'm an ESTP. You're an INFJ. INFJ. I'm an ESTP. This is never going to work. Like he was labeling out their personality types. And that was his excuse. And eventually she was like, babe, you're right. I am an INFTTPGBHBHBHB. So true as an NTFPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPP
what is she talking about? Look at this dude. He's having another breakdown. <laughs> Not follow for entertainment. I like to see people spiraling. No doubt I'll be spiraling soon and you all can take pictures of me. Um, but she posted, oh, does anyone else just get acne on their lips? And she like zoomed in and it was herpes. <laughs> what a fun way to be like, someone's going to be like, hey, I'm a doctor, FYI. That's herpes you have. Thanks for telling us all. It's common, I know, but, you know, there you go. You just found out through Instagram. You got the herp. You got the herp. It was dormant, then it came out of your lips. You don't get any other herp, your herp, your herps, maybe down below. Hey, guys, does anyone only get acne on their upper lip and genitals? Is it just me? That's a weird place, huh? Oh, the herp. You got the harp. I should do harpy jingles. You got the harp. You got the harp. You got the harp. Lots of people have the harp. The harp. You got the harp. Sing like if you're in your car. You got the harp. You got the harp. Harp, 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 harp. He's got the harp. He's got the harp. The harp, the harp, the harp, the harp, the harp. He got the harp. She's got the harp. They got the harp, the harp, the harp, the harp, the harp. If I was a doctor, that's how I would break the news to someone. <laughs> hey, hey, Timmy. Uh, so your results came back. Yeah. Hey, Timmy. Uh, it's me, Doctor Hasty Hayes. So the results came back to me, and uh, bit of news, bit of news that acne above your lip and on your penis. Yeah. You got the harp. <laughs> you got the harp. He's got the harp. The harp. The harp. The harp. The harp. You got the harp. You got the harp. The harp. The harp. The harp. The harp. The harp. He's got the harp. And then I bring the nurses in as the marching band. They be playing the. Got the harp. There are the drum cymbals. And the point of the song would be that you're so. It's such a catchy tune that you couldn't help but clap along. I've got the harp. Let me try it in Timmy's voice. Yeah, I got the harp. I got the herb. Hey, hey, everyone, I got the herb. Don't kiss me mouth or suck me off. Because you'll never know you got the herb. Don't touch me channels. Don't touch me channels. Don't touch me channels. They're full of fucking pus. I don't know how. I got the herb. Everybody, how do I tell my wife I got the herb from having sex with prostitutes without a condom? And that's when I'll be like, well, tell me that's on you. You got the song, the jingle. Uh, I come from a frugal island, so we don't, we're not just standing around singing all day. So farewell, Timmy. Best of luck with the harp. Off you going out. Off you going out, Timmy. Off you going out. Don't be spreading that around. Don't be spreading the harp. You got the harp. And then you're like, oh, no, my wife has left me already. Why? Because the herpes? No, because I was an NTFPP and she was an INFJ. 
he's out there now. He's a single man, single man Timmy, and he's giving the harp around. But he's out there dating, dating weirdos. People in LA are so weird too. I remember this girl was telling me, uh, she was seeing a dude, and he'd text her, and if she didn't reply straight away to the texts, he'd ring her and say, or he'd text straight away and just say, "Broken fingers?" Question mark. <laughs> Broken fingers, huh? You can't answer the text I sent you? Reply to me. Reply to me right now. You got broken fingers? What's happening over there, babe? Hey, babe. I fucking hate people who say babe. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. Hey, I know we just met each other. And I'm very codependent. So, hey, babe. Hey, babe. You're my babe now, babe. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. Broken fingers, babe. You're not blind to me, babe. It's four in the morning. And then I was like, oh, so he was an idiot, was he? And she was like, yeah, we're still seeing each other, kind of. And I was like, what? Why? Has he got the harp? What's happening? You both have harp? She's like, nah, just he's interesting, which means he's got some, some money. And the dude had just won an Oscar for something. And he used to carry his Oscar around with him. Like in the backseat of the car. He'd be like, hey, look in the towel. She's like, what? Look in the towel. And she, there was a towel in the backstage. She'd pick it up and it was his Oscar. He's like, yeah, that's cool, huh? <laughs> Everyone in LA is so dumb. That's cool, huh? Look at it. Wrap it up now. Let's put it in the boot. We're going. He'd like, he'd bring it to dinner with them. You'd be like, okay, broken fingers. But then she kept seeing him. And I was like, why would you keep seeing him? She's like, I don't know, I'm just bored. And you're like, oh, okay, oh, okay. You're, you're suited for each other. Off you go. I thought you were sound and cool, but no, you're interested in Oscars. And being asked, babe, have you got broken fingers? You haven't replied instantly to my texts. What's happening, babe? Come on, talk to me here, baby. It is hard to find normal people here. It's a tough world, people. Come to LA and you're going to be... That is That will definitely drive you insane. You're like, <clears throat> okay. You know, it's funny. Do you know who my longest friend in LA is? And if you're American, you're like, I don't care. But if you're not, you'll be like, oh, that's cool. Maybe not, maybe cool. But you'll be like, oh, that's weird. But we were go-karting. I was with Robbie Williams the other day. And I was like, you're, I've known you the longest since I've been here. And he's probably the most famous person... Outside of America, probably not, but he's pretty big. We had some laugh go-karting. Um, it was like indoor go-karting. Myself, Rob, Tim, a lot of people. Leo, Lonnie, Michael Lenoche brought him along. <clears throat> Who's going to win the go-karting? I love something like go-karting because it's like, here we go. Time to be competitive. <laughs> and we're all pretending to know this is how you... This is how this is how you win a go-karting. You go fast in the corner, then you pull out strong, and you keep it narrow, and you do the hairpin, and we don't have a fucking clue. But we're men, and we think we know. We think we have a clue. And I thought I had a clue because I used to play Mario Kart growing up. And I was good at it. I was like, oh, you whip it here. You accelerate there. Just do that now in real life. And we're good to go, we're good to go. And then we did it. 
and it was a good laugh. It's fucking sore enough. Not sore, sore, but like my arms were sore. Someone hit me in the side. My hip was killing me like I had a dead leg. It was mighty though. Just you and the road, man. Just you and the road. Just you and a little indoor track. And then I came second overall. Rob came third. Bobby Summerfield came first. And I think that's because he's a very small, light man. So, you know, the character went faster. He had this astonishingly... Astonin... Astonin... Wow. I like when you just say a word and it rolls off your tongue. But then you try and say it and you're like, astonishing... Jesus. Okay, Bren. Bren's giving up. The coffee's wearing off. Might be time to end the podcast pretty soon. Let's try one more time. Astonishingly fast go-kart here let's see if i let's see people as i lay dumb me down so much i can't talk anymore he had an astonishingly fast oh if i put on an accent i can speak clear he had an astonishingly fast go-kart why don't i just speak like that all the time i had a my buddies were doing a podcast or they were doing a podcast they do like brian callan crystalia they were on fighter and the kid Brian Callan and Brendan Shaw's podcast, and they were mocking my accent. Callan is very good at accents. First of all, the two of them are some laugh, mocking each other. Oh, it's funny. They did my show last Wednesday at the Laugh Factory Irish show, and they just mock each other, and it gives me a little mental horn, a physical horn too, but it turns me brain on because I'm like, oh, yeah, this is like Ireland. Good banter. Good at mocking. Relentless. You don't give up. You mock and you mock and you mock. And you beat them down. But then they did a podcast the next day and uh, Brian was like, Oh, I like Mark. He speaks like uh, this. He's got a nice Irish accent. And Chris was like, Yeah, that's not how he speaks at all. If he did sound like that, he would be sexy. And that's what I realized when I say astonishingly. Oh, see if I put on an accent, it just rolls off my tongue. Astonishingly, that was the equilibrium uh, onomatopoeia uh, pneumonia. See, all those words should have been heard, but no, onomatopoeia pneumonia. That's only because I just said it. Hi, I'm rambling, so there we go. You know, you're able to talk. Bobby had this astonishingly fast go-kart, and that's why he won. That's what I'll tell myself. But if you take him out of the equation, then I won because I came second. Rob came third. And the rest, they're all losers. But no, that was a good laugh. Go karting. Just karting around. I like indoors, anything indoors because there's AC in this country. I went to a party in San Francisco. And it was outdoors in a tent that they rented out by some beer food festival. Oh, I hate outdoors. During the day, no thank you. Hard pass from me. It's like, it's hot and it's cold. Um, it's like wind blowing on you. It's still stuffy somehow. We were, there was mud and muck everywhere. Puddles because it was raining up there. I'm like sweating. There's kids running around. I'm like, are they going to... I was wearing a white t-shirt. Here's another thing. Every time I wear a new white t-shirt, everyone in the fucking world comes up to me and massages my shoulders. For what reason, I don't know. Are white t-shirts like a pair of boobs that people just want to grope? What's going on? Why is everyone groping my shoulders when I wear a new white t-shirt? And then when I take off the t-shirt later, 
I see. Oh, cool. Now it's filthy. All your dirty, filthy fucking hands have groped me and fucked up my t-shirt. Thanks, guys. You're too kind. Too kind. Thanks for fucking it up. Now I'm standing in the sunshine in mud, muck. I'm hot. I'm cold. I'm sweating. I'm stuffy. I'm, I don't know what's happening. My face is getting red. Do I need to put on sunscreen? No, you don't. I won't be here long. I got a show. Kids, sunlight. Not a fan of sunlight, I realize. I prefer to look out at the sun, but from an inside perspective. Inside with the AC, and it's just like, ah, that's nice. The sun is outside. It's still out there, people. We're still alive. The sun is here. We won't be dying anytime soon. So, yeah, not a fan of outdoors. A lot of homeless people, too. Just be floating around, being like, oh. You're like, all right. I realized, too, I, this girl was telling me, she was like, oh, yeah, I kissed that guy. I was like, oh, I thought you didn't like him. She was like, yeah, but he gave me a lift home, and I just wanted to get away from him. I was like, huh? And some girls sometimes, apparently, they'll kiss a guy just so he'll be like, okay, I'll see you tomorrow. It's kind of like a, okay, fuck, do I owe you a kiss? You bought me booze. And that's like me when I give if a homeless guy he's like annoying me. I'm like, here, man, just take take the money. Fuck off. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Here's some fucking money. I don't even want to give it to you, but here you go. Fuck off. I feel like that's like women and dudes. We are the homeless men, and they are giving us money in the form of little kiss. Go away. Fuck off. I've done my bit. Now you're on your own. You're on your own. You're on your own again. Um, I'm still surprised, like, that whiskey dick in America is a thing. Whereas in Ireland, I feel it's different. I feel, too, that that, that whole Alabama abortion law is pretty... Just mental. 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 But, like, if abortion is banned and all the fuckers doing it, all those judges, they all definitely take Viagra by the looks of them. There's no way their dick is still working. So I think if abortion is banned, then Viagra should be banned also. God's plan, motherfuckers, God's plan. If your little soft whiskey dick, your wet noodle can't fit inside the vagina, then it's not happening. There's no sperm coming out. You're not meant to have any more babies or sex. God doesn't want you pumping anymore. No more pump. You got the whiskey devil dick. The WDD. The devil is inside your dick. That's why it's... That'd be funny. That's why it stopped working. Why? The devil is in your dick. I got devil dick. Save me from devil dick. Sorry. No Viagra for you. It's God's plan. You're going to hell, motherfucker. You're going to hell. I'm trying to think that I ever get whiskey dick. I definitely... I must have. Because for me, it's the opposite. You just be like riding riding Red Rover all night long. Oh, get up them steps. Ride on, ride on, ride on till the sunset, until the break of dawn. And then you wake up and you ride some more, riding a horse across the, the lands, the, from coast to coast. You just keep on riding. I wonder, like, if... The first thing a dude must be saying, "Oh, this, <laughs> oh, this doesn't usually happen. <laughs> oh, oh, it's, it's gone soft, is it? Oh, yeah, that, that, oh, this doesn't usually happen at all. Oh, this is a first. If it is the first time, it's extra funny. But if it's not, it's, 
Oh, Jesus. It's, it's happened again. I mean, this is the first time it's ever happened. It's usually very, it's usually bigger too, I know. It was, it was, a, it was working for a minute, but that wasn't, that was a half, half power. Oh, this doesn't usually happen. This is the first time it's happened, actually. Oh, no, it's not you. It's not you. No, no. It's me. I've got the devil dick. I have the devil inside me. I got the whiskey devil dick. Oh, yeah, I wasn't drinking whiskey. No, I don't drink. I'm actually an alcoholic because I drank three drinks one time and I didn't feel well. And that was God telling me I was an alcoholic. So I stopped drinking because God's plan, God's plan, God's plan. I don't know why he doesn't have my dick working. <laughs> That's not part of the plan, God. That's the devil. The devil's inside me. But, yeah, this is the first time it's ever happened, I promise. At least that's going to be my excuse to no one. Oh, shit, it's not working. <laughs> condoms. Condoms. Oh, yeah, the condoms are the devil's... The devil's... Uh, the devil's cloak. <laughs> the devil's cloak is upon me. Oh, you put the devil's cloak on me. That's why it stopped working. <laughs> the devil's cloak. I like the devil's cloak. I like the devil's cloak a lot, you know. The devil's cloak. Condoms. There we go, the devil's cloak. Oh, sorry, it's not working. I got you. Put the devil's cloak on me. You put the, you put the devil's cloak on me. Sure, now of course it wasn't going to work once you put the devil's cloak upon my saintly penis. My penis is a saint. It was going to heaven. Condoms are banned. They're a God's abomination. They're the devil's cloak. Get the devil's cloak away from me. No wonder I have whiskey devil dick. How dare you? All right, I'm just talking to myself. All right, well, the whole podcast, really, if you think about it, Mark, yes, brain, let's be logical. Okay, brain, I'm listening. The whole podcast is you talking to yourself. Oh, that's a good point, brain. You may, you, you, you trumped me. You trumped me. You beat me up there, brain. Good work. And now that's a good point to finish it. There we go. Great podcast. You know, you love to end with a bit of devil's, devil's dick. Devil's Cloak. Um, hit me up on Instagram at the Marquez, Twitter at Trickadoo, Snapchat at Trickadoo. If you're in LA, come to a show at the Laugh Factory. Hit me up for tickets. Look at the Irish every Friday and Wednesday and Wednesday and Friday, whichever way you prefer me to say it. I fucked up, so I said it backwards and forwards. And this is the first time it's ever happened. I swear to God, I usually say it forwards every time. But the devil is in me, and now I gotta go to the gym and sweat it out. Um, Alright, there we go. Go read some Leo Toy Story. Goodbye, good duck, good duck, good duck, good duck. You got the herp. Good duck, good duck, good duck, good duck.